Greg, do you think we're good at what we do? We? No. Me? No. Well, as we all know, my skills as a writer are unimpeach aligned, but as a performer, I'm truly subpar! <laughs> so I've been looking into natural remedies, you know, herbs, spices, something to enhance my performance. Well, that's fine, but truthfully, there's no quick fix to this. You have to bury yourself in the craft and study- I didn't have time! I took four Viagra! Oh my god, what is that? My shame! Are you okay? Are you in pain? No, it's good for the character I'm working on. What's the character? A guy who's in pain from taking too many Viagra pills take me to the hospital. Oh, Greg, hurry. My button flies about to become a button flu. Hit the NOS! Don't worry, I know every shortcut in this city. What? What? My navigational prowess! It's been challenged! What's happening? Lights! Camera! Action! They're filming a movie! What? Where are we? The capital of movie making? Vancouver, British Columbia? What's happening? I'm gonna get out and try to find out what's going on. D don't look at anything provocative. <laughs> hey you, what's going on here? We're shooting a picture. Well, I'm trying to get to the hospital. My friend's having an emergency. Can we pass through? You kidding me? We're about to shoot the dumbest, laziest, most cliched scene in big silver screen history. A guy takes four Viagra and has to go to the hospital. Huh, who plays a friend? Some ugly idiot. Hmm, you've hurt me. Now shoot the scene, let's go! My friend's in the backseat harder than a rock that looked at Medusa. We're trying, but there's a TV show shooting ahead of us in our way. If you want to get through, you gotta talk to them. Let me at him. You in the canvas chair, Mr. Director! What's going on here? We're about to shoot the most innovative scene in small plasma screen history. A gentleman has consumed four Viagra and now has to be escorted to a medical facility. Who's playing the friend? John Ham. Oh, all right. That makes sense. Oh, I meant... A harmed lamb. I always get them mixed up. Look, I'm trying to get my friend to the hospital, but it doesn't look like that's going to happen. Is there anyone here with any medical experience? Well, harmed lamb played a surgeon for six seasons while Mary had a little doctor. <coughs> he doesn't want to talk to you. It's driving the car now and it knows what it wants! Nurses! Is that the surgeon for Mary had a little doctor? <coughs> Just drive. Why did I take so many? Obviously, I'm a great actor. I, I just played three different people. I don't need performance-enhancing pills, no matter how easy it made push-ups. I apologize, but we've done everything we can. The damage is already done. Cut! Wait, this was a movie too? I'm okay? Boy, only in LA. Or Vancouver, British Columbia. No, cut as in it off. Get the bone saw! No, this has to be a mistake. Oh, you're... You're right, I apologize. I meant the boner saw! Hello! Hello! Welcome to Alley Meekly! <laughs> It's 3.45 and I have a lot of energy. Uh, <laughs> it's not 9 o'clock. I don't know what to say. I haven't been working for an, an eight-hour shift. Why am I not tired? <laughs> I haven't swallowed two gallons of coffee in preparation <laughs> for this, so I don't know where I am. As you might have guessed by how awake we sound, mm -hmm. how woke we are right yeah, now. It's about time, guys. <laughs> this is a sort of different episode yeah. of L.I. Meekly. This month, I'm Greg. I'm Daniel. I'm Greg. Um, I, uh, wait, I... Uh, I, uh, uh, can, does anyone have a doobie? Don't get too close to the microphone! <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why? Can people not hear me? <laughs> Hold on, I gotta fiddle with the... <laughs>
Just keep talking. I'm just going to distract you by fiddling with the uh, this mixer. This is mean. This is too much. I'm sorry. I'm hurt. We didn't uh, extensively do research for this episode. We wanted to have a little more freeform talk. Well, the reason is because I'm out of town right now. It's, uh, what, July 1st? I'm somewhere. Thank you for calling Collect from another country. <laughs> this up, is costing up. us millions. This is costing <laughs> the American taxpayers millions of dollars. It's okay. We'll have a GoFundMe. It's okay. We'll GoFundMe. Go, our GoFundMe. <laughs> I'm out of the country. Yeah. So we're recording this in advance. I might be in a gulag or something right now. <laughs> they might not let you back in the country. No. Have you Let's hope that? not. Yeah, um, so we, I wanted to do something for Daniel that would be less editing before and less I leave. research. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, this is going to be more free form, more yeah. of a more of a you know the sort of podcast you're used to. You're yeah. Marin. You're, well, that's what it's called, right? Yeah. That's what the, the Marin? One. Yeah. What the Marin? Yeah. <laughs> you're Louis. You're what the reference. <laughs> you're Louis. You're Mulaney. You know. You're uh, you're Aziz Ansari. You're Master of None. All of your favorite podcasts. Gilmore Girls. Um, Gazebo Girls. What's it called? <laughs> our shoes are off. Our feet are on the table. We're just relaxing today. Not yeah. a big deal. Not too relaxed. No. Never, never around Daniel. <laughs> Always alert. That's what got me this far in Slovenia where I am right now. What's that sound? Is that a wobble? I got to stab it. Is that a stray wobble coming to mug me? Not in Sarajevo. Uh, Don't give out your location. Yeah, we're going to be talking about LA movies. Movies that are part of the LA fabric that not just like filmed in LA, but they're movies about, about LA, LA and that we feel like embody like what it is to live yeah, in Yeah, there's LA. a couple of mine that don't explicitly say they're in LA, but were filmed so around yeah. LA that it couldn't not. It couldn't. It couldn't be anything but LA. Yeah, the, there there are some that yeah they never come out and say like we're in LA but like it, like the whole movie is just like okay it's the beach and now e. you're in Beverly Hills. phone home from LA baby. <laughs> I'm wearing sunglasses right now. She's still doing the impression I'm, of me. Yeah, it's you but southern with glasses. So, sunglasses, but your sunglasses that are prescription. Southern, that, yeah, like, southern glasses. Southern glasses. Before we get into that, yeah, we got a little bit of um, flack, Cri- criticism, some, some uh, light hate criticism, mail. light uh, criticism. Let's just say earth shattering punches in the guts. Like criticism, we got an email. Someone else, someone received an email on about our, on on our behalf, behalf. Um, cursing us to the fifth circle of hell. Yeah, which is for podcasters. For podcasters, we'll see you there, Marin. Um, what the hell? Um, what the fifth? Someone commented, and it wasn't uh, what our, our usual praise because we're spoiled by praise. Yeah. Except if you look on Reddit, there's not a lot of praise on Reddit. I don't know how to handle criticism anymore. I haven't been criticized in years. So <laughs> they haven't had anything. So someone mentioned that we got something wrong on our episode we did about the St. Francis Dam. He said we were report, reporting myth as fact because I had mentioned that uh, people were washing ashore. Some I didn't say people. I said one person washed ashore a victim of the flood as late as 1994. I read it wrong. He wasn't washed ashore, but he was or she dug up in 1994. Oh, okay. That's okay. there. That's fair enough. Sorry we got it wrong. The tragedy still stands, buddy. Invalidated the entire episode. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't sad until I heard that that guy washed up in 1994. Like, he even get to appreciate Nickelodeon. <laughs> And he commented on something that we we have noticed before, which we the person commented that we were laughing at people that died in the disaster, and we aren't laughing at the, each individual person and calling them dumb for dying, but the situation some of the situations of waking are up in a so tent, horrific and absurd, unfathomable and that absurd, we can't yeah. help but we're laughing at the situation of how bizarre it is to yeah. wake up in a tent in the middle of what you thought was like. <laughs> A deserty <laughs> air terrain and a wall of water. We're water's doing it there. again. <laughs> we're, yeah, we're doing it again. It's the situation. It's so bizarre, though. Yeah, it's it's an OMC song. 
that's something we worry about a lot doing yeah. this show that we make light of tragedies which we try not to but yeah. some things are so ridiculous like if Griffith J. Griffith thinks his wife and the Pope are trying to kill him so he and he shoots, shoots his wife in the face that's face. so ridiculous yeah it's so ridiculous that of course like of course what we're going to comment on it is going to be leaning towards the absurd yeah absurd yeah <laughs> anyway this isn't an apology episode <laughs> no it's not we're let's not get, apologizing <laughs> let's get back we to what we we're talking about we don't even have that in us to apologize mm. we have, yeah. I wouldn't even know what it's like to do that all I know how to say is I'm cool and eat my shorts. There's nothing in between. I don't even know what the feeling is like. It's what like, the feeling? That's my favorite. No, what the feeling? Starring Mark Feelron. I apologize for that. Yeah, that was, that was, I mean, as you should have, that was enough to make me stand up. I'm that joke's right going to wash up in like 20 years. Yeah, let's get back on track okay. to what we're going to be talking about. So we are doing something we haven't done since the City Bites episode, which is yeah. our food episode, where we put the names of subjects that we're going to be talking about. And we're going to pull them a out. A bucket in the form of Greg's bag. Yeah. We also have Which in front of us... because he's a plumber. Blue collar. Blue collar. You have a movie written in front of you. I have a movie written in front of me, which are the personal ones, which we'll talk about at the end. Yeah, the LA movies that mean the most to us. Uh, I wouldn't say mine does, but it was certainly around... <laughs> the LA movies that we both lived as a child. <laughs> that if you cut me, this movie bleeds. I mean, this movie comes out. I bleed <laughs> this movie. If you cut me, the picture of Dorian Gray bleeds. <laughs> okay, uh, you ready Let's yeah, let's get into the first okay, one. You pick the first one. Da 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 da. Up in smoke. <laughs> oh, up in smoke might be. I've been asking people what they think is the best LA movie, and a lot of people have said Chinatown, which I, I agree. Chinatown is perfect movie because it's made by a pedophile. Because <laughs> it's it. I'm like, was this movie made by a pedophile? One of my favorite movies of all time. Oh, it's Annie Hall. Cool. Uh, oh, it's uh, You Will Meet a Tall Dark Stranger. <laughs> I love it. My favorite LA movie. Me and my brother both agree. The most LA movie I can think of is Cheech and Chong's Up in Smoke, which is it's a 70s movie from Lou Adler. The whole movie is Cheech and Chong trying to find marijuana, and at some point they're driving a van made of marijuana. Marijuana, and they're mm-hmm. still looking for marijuana and we are talking about what makes it an alley movie they go all over town they are in beverly hills they're in santa monica on the pch they hang on highland park um are those she- in los angeles yeah yeah okay yeah uh, Cheech plays Pedro his cousin Strawberry who's played by Tom Skerritt who has a giant disfigurement on his face lives in Highland Park and then they cruise on what is a car with a little sidecar the motorcycle with a sidecar isn't that just called a motorcycle with, with a, a sidecar, sidecar? It might, it, I thought it had a, a cool name like a Robin or like some kind of sidekick <laughs> it's the Batman they're driving down Horlata Boulevard which is in Highland Park or Lincoln Heights in that kind of gray area along Fig so you, you just see all these like like spots and then they're driving on Riverside Drive they, they're just all over that's what a good alley movie to me is it's not just in the Hollywood Hills and on the sets of movie, uh, other movies. Streets. It's the streets. It's also like different areas all over town. So yeah. you see like the high and the low, which is what uh, uh, I get it. Uh, you get it because uh, they're up because they're they're up and low because they're low and they're trying to get high. <laughs> also, the movie is very diverse. There's a lot of different ethnicities in the movie, which is pretty cool. LA's not known. There's not LA's a lot not of, known for that. We're not a melting pot area. No, no. no. I think it's mostly just. Ethiopians in Los Angeles. You haven't seen any of them. No, yeah. Most of the movies you're going to be talking about, I haven't, haven't seen. seen. So I'm just so. describing what yeah. it's like. Yeah. Most of the movie is filmed during the day and it has that like tell afternoon. Me, tell me feelings. Okay. It Give has that like feelings. afternoon feel of any good alley movie where they're just driving around. It's always sunny. And that's another thing with alley movies. They're always like in a car. <laughs> like there's a lot of car yeah. travel. Like you're getting from one town, from one city to the next or well, whatever. How often are you walking down the street in the middle of this? It's very true. <laughs> but there's other movies like in other cities where people are walking around the subway or whatever and there's not a lot of bus movies in LA a lot of it's like you're driving from place to place so there's a lot of like in the car getting high or you're driving to get or no, whatever. But uh, that wasn't legal back then. Why would they do that? Also, it's a very LA movie because the cops are the bad guys. Go ahead. Well, they're also Cheech and Chong are LA comedians. Yeah. Comedic actors, whatever. And what are they? They're, co- they're comedians. Were they comedians? Uh, uh, Chong 
No, Cheech. That's they, they comedy, had a, they right? Had a, they had comedy together. They did comedy together. Like as stand-up a, comedy? I don't know if it was stand-up. I know they, were, they released albums together. I think it might have been like sketches. Or like, yeah, some sort of like vaudeville thing. <laughs> yeah, that is true being out in, in LA in the middle of the day. Because when I was in school, mm-hmm. like K through 12. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like if there was a day off, and this is a feeling I kind of miss, but of like a weekday off where you're not at school yeah. and you're just out in LA yeah. like it feels wrong and good <laughs> which is a, like I'm always uh, every weekday I'm out and about wrong and good yeah. every I feel wrong and good all the time <laughs> I can't stop the police try but they can't find me uh, I know where to hide <laughs> but yeah that feeling of just being out kind of aimlessly in the middle of the of a hot sunny a day. A hot sunny day, yeah. And you like will sometimes pass like a rec center pool and like, oh god, <laughs> I just want to jump in there real quick. I had my own. Oh, that's right. I lived at a rec it's center. Full of rat. Oh, I was, <laughs> I, I was raised by a city appointed lifeguard. <laughs> city mommy, don't call me that. Between that and the, uh, one of my other favorite Valley movies, which I didn't do a lot of research on, was the the Bad News Bears. It has like a two p.m. on a Wednesday feel. Yeah. Like it's always like Is that really in the bucket. Warm. No. But it's it, not in the bucket. I might have put it in the bucket, but I didn't like write down the dates. Oh. But it's in Chatsworth. You said a park up in Chatsworth, it's yeah. The field. A lot of locations from these movies we realized before we started recording yeah. that we have been to most of them most together. Of them. Yeah, yeah, it's really weird. <laughs> not in preparation for this, we just end up there. But this was before, long before we started the podcast. You're yeah. like, do you want to go to the Bad News Bear Park? I'm like, yeah, I want to yeah. go to the Bad News Bear Park. <laughs> and it was like 11 at night, <laughs> and there were roaches everywhere. Oh, that's <laughs> I think I had like the flashlight of this little thing on my <laughs> keychain. I'm like looking around like park at night, like, yeah. oh yeah, it kind of is. Yeah, I'm trying to find. Walter Matthau's ah, teeth. Where's that part where he passed out on the dugout? Where's the dugout? <laughs> Show me the dugout. Tatum O'Neill is selling star maps up in Hollywood. It, yeah. It's very Only LA in movie. LA. Only in LA. I'll pick the next one. You ready for the next one? Mm-hmm. Have you seen Repo Man? No, I Alex haven't. Cox? No. It's really good. Really dumb and sci-fi and very uh, punk. Emilio Estevez and Harry Dean Stanton, of course. Again, a lot of driving around. But it's just like grimy late 70s, 80s LA. And it's like nothing looks nice in that movie. And I kind of, I really like it. The movie's filmed in LA in the 70s. Um, they didn't concentrate didn't too much. Good. Yeah, they didn't concentrate too much. I don't want to say that. Not that the movies didn't look good. It's yeah. just that LA isn't portrayed in a beautiful, yes. romantic fashion yeah. in those movies. I think that there's a cynicism of the times, of course. <laughs> Independent movies were out. So people, you, not everything had to be like a, on a big set. People were going for more realistic stuff. It wasn't like the Hollywood Hills, which was portrayed as like what was really nice. I think like the suburbs was in, in like the valley was really sold yeah. in the 70s LA stuff that like targets is another thing that was oh, it's a lot of is that is, that's not in the bucket is it it's not in the targets. bucket I just remembered it as I was talking right now but it, they filmed it at the drive-in it yeah. was like the Reseda well, drive-in they, I remember it, they show the uh, like Sherman Way East exit yeah, like he right. gets off there and then there's who's the movie by so uh, let's Peter, explain what the movie oh, is a little bit so Peter Bagdanovich directed it it's about an old aging horror star played by Boris Karloff doesn't yeah. want to be also very LA yeah he doesn't want to be in the movies anymore he doesn't want to do horror movies anymore he wants to quit because the world is getting too scary with vietnam and everything and at the same time <laughs> no one's afraid of monsters no one's af- yeah no one's afraid of castles and curses anymore peter bagdanovich plays the young director in the movie as well and he's trying to coax boris Karloff's character to come back in the movie so you're in a really ritzy hotel that boris Karloff's staying at so you have like that part of the glamorous hollywood side of it and there's also this charles whitman type character in the valley it's somewhere i don't remember what it's, they say he, yeah, he's in like, like well, sherman oaks or something not like my part of like the bad the part. bad you know the bad part no, where all the snipers live he's in like a suburban yeah suburban that's the, that's the scary part yeah. it's just every time you think about it you always mention he looks just like Matt Damon whoever that actor is I don't know his name spoiler alert he starts shooting people on the 405 with yeah. a sniper rifle sitting on top of these like oil tankers that are still there yeah. whenever I'm driving on the 405 <laughs> and I see them I gotta go, yeah, I gotta <laughs> go fast past this part I gotta swerve lane to lane people will get it when they watch targets yeah he goes to the drive-in and he's behind the screen shooting people in their cars yeah. terrifying movie especially just another day in LA just another day on the 
the 405. And those are both movies that are, what I'm trying to say is like the suburbs, the city, and glitzy Hollywood is the three things that were sold for a long time. And in the 90s, Urban LA made like a bigger presence. Yeah. Did you put the Sandlot in I there? I didn't because it, it wasn't filmed in <laughs> All LA. of the movies I have seen are <laughs> in the bucket. I think they mentioned at the beginning of the Sandlot that it, it, it takes place in the San Fernando Valley that they yeah, had but moved. But they filmed it But somewhere. they filmed it in like yeah. Utah. But it still feels like, uh, you know, it, it... It feels like it. Yeah, certainly. It kind of does, but at certain parts, it doesn't. The pool scene didn't feel like yeah. the valley to me. I, I guess the sandlot itself kind of did. His house and I think the opening shot, they show the hills and they pan down. It's mm-hmm. like this kind of suburb cul-de-sac. There's this, And this is a historic fact. There's never been a, a Babe Ruth autographed baseball in the valley. So <laughs> I know that much. And it's no big a, dogs. <laughs> there's no big dogs in the valley. <laughs> Only big dogs clothing company. <laughs> Lots of that. Okay, so the next one we're going to talk about is, okay, good. Finally one on my side. I don't know. You spelled it Big Lebowsia. Oh, you know, I've only watched Big Lebowsia. I didn't watch the Big Lebowski. <laughs> it's the Polish remake. <laughs> yeah, the Big Lebowski. So funny. Funny movie. Um, yeah, funny movie. A movie discussion to, over. It, it's a cult hit, you know. Did you know that it's a cult hit? It's about cults? What are you saying? <laughs> I, I rewatched it before recording this. It's um, more so than the other ones I'm going to be talking about. It explicitly mm. states like this is Los Angeles. It, yeah. m- it mentions like different parts of Los yeah. Angeles and knowing. Stay out of Pacific Palisades, is it? Stay out of Malibu. Malibu. Okay. Um, which I feel like is a theme in all Coen's Brothers movies of <laughs> stay out of something <laughs> stay out of the Woolworths because I guess I didn't quite realize that it was like supposed to be the big sleep or like yeah. a version of the big sleep or just like Raymond Chandler books in general but yeah. it, it does have that Raymond Chandler like once one event is over the next thing starts immediately right like away. he'll get dropped off at his house and he gets taken in another yeah. limo and he, goes to a different part of town and, and he like finally, can't stay home <laughs> he gets home and then someone's waiting at home for him it's exactly. like, oh god yeah but it, it also like goes everywhere around the city like yeah. a Raymond Chandler Chandler like he's all over the city like all parts like rich poor like everywhere the opening shot I think is of the valley like the first thing you see oh that's right it cascades over yeah yeah with the tumbling tumbleweed that I think that is I think it's the valley his bungalow is at 609 Venezia Avenue in Venice okay it sold in 2012 for 1.59 million dollars really yeah because it's okay I mean I feel like it's also Hollywood (laughs) no it's Venice (laughs) oh you used to say Venice sorry I'm uh, interesting oh Greg's not listening seems the big Lebowsia takes place <laughs> in Hollywood. Ralph's is a big part of this movie, which is so <laughs> which, weird. Which Ralph's is <laughs> the Ralph's he went to is at one seven four five Garfield Road in Alhambra. Oh my um, God, in Alhambra! Yeah, That's he true. drove. He drove far. He drove far to he get needs that, that half and half. They have the best half and half. <laughs> Just being in Ralph's is very relaxing to me, and it's because Ralph's is only in Los Angeles area. The fact that it's Ralph's, it's not some fake supermarket brand like this. Yeah. Is it feels real and authentic? Do you want to say what you? said to me when you were talking about the Big Lebowski earlier. What did I say? That you want that life so badly. Yeah, I, wanna, <laughs> I just want to be at home. <laughs> the only time I leave is to play golf with my weird friends. Bowling. Why did I say golf? Because he says... In the Big Lebowski, they play, it's, it's all about golf. Bowling with my weird friends yeah. and then just going to get milk. Yeah. Like, that's it. it just nice. being in your robe. All day. A wash up, a burnout, L- wash up. Listening to whale sounds in the tub. Oh, <laughs> that sounds so nice. so nice. Caring about a rug. <laughs> I wish I still cared about rugs. Walter security company is at 6757 Santa Monica Boulevard in Hollywood right next to Highland. It's in Venice you said? Yeah. <laughs> well in the Lebesia they filmed at Johnny's the fake coffee shop. Oh yeah shop. the fake coffee shop. 6101 Wilshire. You can see the old Peterson Museum through the windows. That's funny yeah. The place where the nihilists were having pancakes it's the Dinas in the like what near the airport the Westchester area. Oh right right right. And even like two of the people who were the nihilists there's Flea and there's Amy Mann Sorry. both of whom are very heavily LA associated yes, musicians. Yeah. 
Maude Lebowski's loft is above the Palace Theater downtown. You can see the Los Angeles Theater sign through her window. Really? Yeah. yeah. The Fountain Theater, where his landlord's one-man show, <laughs> that was the Palace Theater. The Lebowski Mansion, it was yeah. supposed, they said it's in Pasadena, which again is very Raymond Chandler. Yeah. The exterior was 10231 Charing Cross Road in Holmby Hills, and the interior was the Greystone Mansion. Really? Yeah. That's funny. The place where they smashed the Corvette, they were saying it's in North Hollywood, which it wasn't. It was in Fairfax on Stern's Drive between Pico and 18th. Then they go to In-N-Out, local touches of yeah, Los Angeles. It's very cool. The ash scattering scene is in Palos Verdes <laughs> at Point Furman Park. The bowling alley was the Hollywood Star Lanes that was built uh, in 1960. Yeah. I thought you said it was near you. I thought it was. I mean, yeah. it was at 5227 Santa Monica Boulevard in Hollywood. It was really googie. It was destroyed in 2002 when the city claimed the land to make way for Kingsley Elementary School. Mm-hmm. But all of those googie... They're designed as they're there. At yeah. some point, we're cookie cutter. That's part of another thing, like the googie bowling alley, yeah. this retro 50s. There's like three different eras of, of Los Angeles yeah. in there, or four even. There's yeah. like the 1920s Greystone Mansion stuff. Mm-hmm. There's the 1950s fancy houses. There's yeah. the 1960s googie bowling alley. Yeah. There's the 1990s his disgusting yes. apartment. <laughs> the beach scene with a party on oh, the beach. Um, that was at Point Doom in Malibu off Westward Beach Road. That was the same beach where they filmed the last scene of Planet of the Apes. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> he has the same line in both those They movies, boobed right? it up. Those horny monsters, they boobed it up. Jackie Treehorn's house was the Sheets Goldstein residence at 10104 Angelo View Drive in between Beverly Glen and Benedict Canyon. It was designed in 1961 by John Lautner, who was the guy who designed Googies. <laughs> in February 2016, the house was donated by its owner to LACMA. Ooh. So, it, no, that's good because now people can like visit it. It just feels like a very LA movie. It is, yeah. Again, a lot of driving in there. People picking him up. Getting taken. His car. So what's the next one? Heat. Oh, Michael God. Mann's Heat. But this is one I've seen. Okay. Heat, as we talked about before, influenced the North Hollywood bank robbery, which we thought was the other way around. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they influenced that. It was filmed all over LA, like all over industrial parts of LA and then closer to the Hollywood Hills and stuff. The shootout scene was filmed in downtown LA along the Central Library on 5th Street between Grand and Flower, which they advertised right outside the library. Like, this is this is where really? Bill Kilmer and Robert De Niro were shooting Don't give people. them ideas. Remember that scene where they're shooting a bunch of cops? Right here. <laughs> they filmed in the Hollywood Hills. There's a scene where they film at the Redondo Beach Metro Rail Station in Lawndale. They filmed mm. at the hospital in Long Beach. They go to City of Industry. The scene where they hit the armored truck was at Venice and Georgia near the 110 and the 10 freeway. They go to Bob's Big Boy, both of them. What North Hollywood, mean? and there's one in Downey too on Firestone Road. They go to that one too. That's North the one with Hollywood. The, yeah, the one on Riverside Drive in. I think that's Burbank. When I looked it up, it said North Hollywood. Dude, yeah, whatever. But what? Yeah, whatever. Shut up. Um, <laughs> well, that was kind of wrong. So shut up. Yeah, you're right. Get me a hamburger. <laughs> there's one in Downey. I don't want to get emails about that. This is the North Hollywood Bob's <laughs> Big Boy. That we're reporting myths as facts, and that it was in North Hollywood. <laughs> that's just an urban legend <laughs> that that Bob's Big Boy is in North Hollywood. There's also one in Sun Valley. Oh, is it really? And one. Oh, in that's Northridge. right, right off the freeway. Yeah, and there's yeah. one in Northridge. Also. Oh, well, there's two nice ones. Because the, the one in the valley is... Two nice ones. The one in the valley is dumb and ugly. <laughs> and so is the one in Sun Valley. And that one smells. It washed ashore in the 90s. <laughs> and then for some reason, they said that there was another scene during the day that wasn't the scene I can think of offhand that was filmed at the other... In the one in North Hollywood at Bob's. Apparently, they, they go to, like they leave a car. Whatever. Burbank. Doesn't matter. Um, Burbank. They filmed in Santa Monica and Wilmington. I mean, it's a long movie. That doesn't uh. work that they're going to drive all over the place. But it's a movie where, again, a lot of driving around dealing with stuff. So that it's uh, they go all over the place. Yeah. That is weird. A lot of... Uh, 
New York movies, people are walking down the sidewalk telling each other what's going on, and our equivalent is driving down driving, the street yeah, telling driving. each other exactly. what's going on. What's the other big Michael Mann movie? Um, but he uses Jungle he, Book. Maybe it's the Jungle Book. Uh, that's an LA movie, Jungle Book, because it's a concrete Jungle Book. Yeah, <laughs> uh, he checked out from the Los Angeles Public Library, <laughs> you know, where they filmed Heat. Well, they shot all those cops. I don't want to say it's one of the few movies, but it's, it celebrates that part of town that's all industrial. To celebrate it. I mean, like it uses it as an effective backdrop. So many people love the movie Heat. Like they're really obsessed with it. It's almost I was like for a while, yeah. that's the cool representation of Los Angeles. It's the least glamorous of the yeah. ones I've picked, I think. Because even in Up and Smoke, they go to the Roxy and Chong at the first scene. He's coming out of like a really nice house, but like it shows parts of LA that you would see, of course, like the beach and the sun. And Heat is not any of that stuff like they have a house in the Hollywood Hills but then Pacino does acts like Pacino in the movie and he gets mm-hmm. mad at people um, she's got a great ass <laughs> I'm turning this movie off now <laughs> alright let's go to the next movie hopefully I've seen this one. Oh, I love this movie Quentin Tarantino <laughs> oh have you seen Quentin Tarantino <laughs> I love it no I've only seen the Polish one <laughs> Quentin Tarantino I heard it's directly inspired by <laughs> another director it's, it's inspired it's... by Akira Kurosawa <laughs> you know what I didn't even think about doing research on Foxy Brown uh, not Foxy Brown hmm. uh, Jackie Brown well I did a little research <laughs> I did some personal research on Foxy Brown. Jackie Brown takes place all over LA too. It's another one that doesn't celebrate glitz and glamour of LA. It takes place yeah. at the Fox Hills Mall, which is really cool because that was a mall I ever heard, right always near heard Dinos. about. Right near Dinos, yeah. <laughs> but I did Pulp Fiction Reservoir Dogs, which I when you say LA movies, Pulp Fiction comes to mind yeah. like right away. Where's Michael Mann from? Like, was he... I don't know. I could look that up right now. Yeah. I'll do it on my phone. Keep talking. Talk about Pulp Fiction for a minute. Why don't you? Oh, my favorite part of Pulp Fiction <laughs> was when cute? he goes, uh, I'm one bad but uh, mommy <laughs> Harder and I want my wallet back. I love that part. I love it. It's I so censored. I love back. how family friendly it. I want, my wallet back. <laughs> I want my wallet back. What's in the bag? Is it yellow gold? Where's Michael Mann from? He's from Chicago. That makes sense. Like he Chicago-fied, which is why Los he's Angeles. yeah, exactly. That's a perfect way to put it because he makes us look like a port town, which we're I mean, we kind of are, but not really. <laughs> but back to Quentin Tarantino. You know, he's in LA. Yeah. Boy, he's from what? He's Torrance? from Torrance, yeah. yeah. Well, actually, he moved around a lot, but he, he claims Torrance is his... He planted his flag in Torrance, and it's a fluttering foot. <laughs> you know what I'm going to say about both these movies, especially Pulp Fiction? What? A lot of driving. Yeah. 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 A lot of driving in both. A lot of <laughs> hanging out in cars, too. Even when uh, Vincent and Mia go to Jackrabbit Slims, they're sitting in a fake car. <laughs> I'm trying to think if like, we're just... Because we've been thinking about LA movies, that it's just LA movies that have a lot of car scenes. Probably not. It's probably a lot. It's it, where it, we spend most it's of our... Mo- yeah, it's it, where I get, do all of my exposition. <laughs> and Up and Smoke, they get pulled over over on Riverside Drive which is the same street same shot even of when Bruce Willis and I forget the girl's name come out on Zed's chopper it's right mm-hmm. there in Riverside Drive where their motel is at and they pass by each other yeah, they're they pass, the yeah. Same <laughs> why don't you pull him over I want my wallet back <laughs> <laughs> what's with the guy in the leather I want my wallet back <laughs> Pulp Fiction was filmed all over Glendale on Atwater and Fletcher Road is where Bruce Willis hits Marcellus Wallace Bruce Willis really? is another character yeah it's right where <laughs> by the Fosters uh, no, Fosters it, freeze it happened first and then they wrote it into the movie <laughs> Bruce Willis is the kind of guy who do that Lance, the drug dealer's house is in the Glendale Atwater area on La Cled Drive, C-L-E-D-E. They filmed, if you remember, at the Hawthorne Grill, which is no longer there. Yeah, we have, there's the whole Pans yeah, Hawthorne Grill controversy. controversy. Yeah. <laughs> Listen to our Googie episode, actually. For if you want that. to hear me talk for 15 minutes about <laughs> where they filmed yeah. Pulp Fiction. Pans has all the stuff right now, but they're like, I, want, I don't want to yeah. confuse you. We're going to make this anybody. really confusing for everybody. I, I, yeah, for one of my things, there's also a similar sort of thing where they're like, I don't think this is the place yeah. or this is the real thing, but everyone Everyone's like, like, well, for publicity, for yeah. tourism, we have to tell people. We're benefiting, we off, the, we're benefiting off the confusion of yeah. no one knowing where this is at film that. <laughs> the Wallace's house was in Beverly Hills. Butch has to go back to his apartment in North Hollywood, which Butch is on Hassidy. Butch Hassidy and the I Gotta Get My Wallet kid. Pulp <laughs> Fiction, give me back my wallet. <laughs> 
my favorite line. Give me back my watch. Give me back my wallet. Because <laughs> I'm one bad mommy farter. Butch has to go back to his apartment to get his watch on Runnymede. Zed's shop of horrors is on Roscoe and Canoga Park. Jimmy's house where they go wash down. Vincent's car is on Craft Avenue in Studio City. And it looks so Studio City. Like there's something about Jimmy's house in that movie. It's like a low house with a brick wall in the yeah, back. And yeah, it's like yeah. a patch of grass yeah. with a, like a palm tree. Or I love that. Tree. Yeah, I love that too. Yeah, that's <laughs> 50s movie producer exactly. house. Even they explicitly state, I don't know, 818 or whatever. Yeah. Whatever. I want my oh, wallet back. <laughs> wallet back. Take me to 818. I want my wallet back. <laughs> you mommy farted. Yeah. That's another like specifically LA thing. Yeah. The junkyard they go to to get rid of that car is also in Sun Valley on Brantford. It helps when it's someone who obviously knows it's not I, Wes Anderson's going to make a Los Angeles movie and he yeah. adds some reference to a part of town that doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> Take me to Tropico. What's, what's, where are you going? <laughs> Can we go visit Camelot? <laughs> I think that I have a lot of beef with LA movies that they don't explicitly say where they are. The distance between areas is not realistic. Like I'm going to walk to the beach but you know that they're in like the yeah. Hills. And then like movies that just take place in the Hollywood Hills, but like everyone has like a normal job that they can't live in the Hollywood Hills. Like that bothers me a lot. Back to Tarantino, Reservoir Dogs. Now which reservoir is it? It's very Highland Park Eagle Rock centered, which is really cool. There aren't a lot of those out there, except for Marin and Marie Bafford show, which is almost all. <laughs> it takes Park. place in the same coffee shop. <laughs> also another crossover universe, like yeah. Up in Smoke. <laughs> Stop jumping all over the place. I need to brood. I want my podcast back. <laughs> what the fuck? What the fuck? So the diner at the beginning of the movie where they're talking about Madonna is at Pat Lorraine's on Eagle Rock Boulevard which is still there we should go right now and talk about Madonna the iconic scene where they uh, where they are all walking along the brick wall is at the all-star lanes in Eagle Rock which was my boyhood bowling alley really yeah Ford 459 Eagle Rock Boulevard which is at your is it a, I, I don't I don't even remember it's been a while since I've seen it is it a googie bowling alley I, I want to say yeah I want to say yeah. yeah I'm trying to think of what the exterior I, I can only remember how it looks now which is pretty run down I'm trying to remember what it looked like usually that was its style mid-century rundown the robbery spot where they're sitting in the car talking about it is at West Burbank Avenue in Burbank. After the heist, though, Mr. Pink is seen running down York or Fig. I read both, but I think it might be York Boulevard and Heat League and Heights. That's when he's running like really fast and he's firing at the cops and they're chasing him. Steve Buscemi is Mr. Pink, yeah. Okay. This is two Steve Buscemi movies. Very different Steve Buscemi's. Very <laughs> two sides of Steve Buscemi. <laughs> Mr. Pink, Steve Buscemi, Donnie was hit on Avenue 45th and York, which is when he gets up in the car, then he gets out and pulls the person out of the window of the car. Mr. Orange is shot on Marion Way in Highland Park. What the Marion? When he's regaling the group about the cop coke story about the bathroom coke bag it's at the lodge in Lancashire Boulevard in North Hollywood the actual meetup spot has been torn down but it was at 59th and Figaro in Highland Park which used to be 5860 North Figueroa Street Reservoir Dogs Pulp Fiction Foxy Brown as you call it Jackie Brown um, Kill Bill takes place in Pasadena there's another and The Hateful Eight that takes place on the what's the other big one on the 10th freeway Inglorious Bastards that takes his place Michael Fassbender sits down at a diner in Glendale <laughs> and kills Hitler and kills Hitler <laughs> I think he's gone away from from Los Angeles. Yeah, which is fair. Isn't he only doing like two more movies? He said that like eight movies ago. <laughs> and he also said that we're going to get like sequels to Kill Bill and we're going to get uh, a crossover between the Vega up Brothers. Up in Smoke and Pulp and, Fiction. Yeah, Pulp Fiction and Up Wait, in what? Smoke. Vega Brothers and what? He used, to, he used to say that he was going to do a crossover movie about the Vega Brothers, which was Vince Vega and Mr. Blonde is also a Vega brother. Huh. Vic Vega. I hope Suzanne makes an appearance. <laughs> she's going to be the one, that, the uniting force in the two. <laughs> yeah, she's going to be the Nick Fury. <laughs> now I realize that's Samuel L. Jackson and, <laughs> was, and I'm freaking out. <laughs> Here, you want to pull the next one? Yeah, I pulled one of mine again. A very loose <laughs> one. I'm going to end it quick. Someone who influenced Quentin Tarantino a lot was Jack Hill, who did Foxy Brown. He did Coffee. <laughs> well, first of all, we'll talk about my favorite Jack Hill movie, which is one of my favorite movies of all time, which is Spider Baby. The Spider Baby house is in Highland Park. I didn't Park. know you put Spider Baby yeah. on this list. Yeah, it's a Jack Hill movie. Spider Baby was filmed. <laughs>
filmed in my backyard, according to you. <laughs> Daniels has a slope on his backyard. And it looks like the end of Spider Baby when Jessica is up and playing with the spider. Also, yeah. the name of my sister. That's weird. Uh, there's also a lot of spiders back there. I keep them there. <laughs> and dead rats in the pool. Spider Baby was filmed at the Smith Estate in Highland Park, 5905 Almeo Drive. That's also where they filmed one of the Insidious movies. I want to say two. Same house, but. A great Los Angeles legacy yeah, movie. Insidious 2. Pit Stop his. Insidious uh, 2. Where's my wallet? <laughs> I told you it's dead. Oh, fart. Oh, mommy farts. Jack Hill's figure eight racing movie, Pit Stop, was filmed in El Segundo. They filmed at the Ascot Speedway in Gardena. There's a lot of spots in North Hollywood they were driving around. Switchblade Sisters was filmed, I thought, and I'm still convinced, and someone on the internet saying I'm wrong, and I don't like that, is saying that it was... Uh, washed ashore in 1994? Yeah. I thought that they filmed the scene where the Switchblade Sisters, they're going to fight this girl named Maggie, who's a lot tougher than she turns out to be, in a burger shack. I thought it was what is now the Oinkster on Colorado Boulevard and Sheer which is what I've been telling friends this whole time but according to something I read on the internet which I don't even know anymore because they're saying this place is torn down there's no way to prove it was Jobo's Burger Place on Pico Boulevard 5907 Pico Boulevard I'm very angry about Isn't this Isn't that the best feeling for years you've been telling someone that's where they that's, did this That's where they've done this movie where only I've seen Pans is doing this still <laughs> There's also a scene where they abduct a girl outside of a school it was filmed right outside of my middle school Bancroft Middle School You could have been that girl Yeah My middle school came out in Naked Gun 3 as well The Three. one with Anna Nicole Three Smith. 33 over 30. That's Nana one. Nicole Smith? And I said Anna Nicole Smith. Uh, Whatever one where they break out of jail and he comes out and he's in like a prison yard or something, That's my. that was my middle school, but that's not an alley movie. Also, they filmed the scene for Switchboard Sisters at the Moonlight Rollerway in Glendale. Next one. All right, let's see what else we have in here. Ooh, oh, it's spit. <laughs> I keep my spaghetti in there. Oh, wow. Perfect order for me. Boogie Nights. Oh, great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I watched this for the first time last night. I'm very happy because I've been telling you to watch it for a I long know. time because it, it's one of my favorite Valley movies. I feel like The Big Lebowski is more of an LA movie. Yeah. In general, but this one heavily references and makes it clear that they're in Reseda. They're, although I don't, I don't think they show enough of Reseda for my like. I want to see like where I work. Yeah, <laughs> he's also from Torrance too, and it looks yeah. very Torrance. It's yeah, the, yeah, the planes yeah, going exactly. over. Yeah. So the theater we were there like an hour ago. Yeah, we were. We, the theater at the beginning is the Reseda Theater at one eight four four seven Sherman Way in That's Reseda. That's the opening shot. That's the opening shot. It's shut down, but the last thing I read, they're turning it into a Lemley Theater. Really? Yeah, they're like trying to revamp that whole area, okay. and they're putting a Lemley. Kind of cool. Yeah, I wouldn't mind that. The nightclub was yes. at 18419 Sherman Way, which is just 10 steps away from yeah. it. It's now uh, a church. The donut shop with Don Cheadle was Miss Donuts at 18231 Sherman Way, just 10 steps from there. That's where we got our donuts for this for episode. This episode. Yeah. And I was, because there was a guy sitting in the <laughs> seat where the guy pulls out a gun <laughs> and we kept watching him, but he was like falling asleep. <laughs> we have to almost get mugged first. That has to happen for him to wake up. Like I was saying, like I had just watched the movie like 10 hours before we were in there and there was no blood like how they <laughs> clean up the blood that quickly with the dead guy but another thing also because I had watched The Big Lebowski the night before yeah. I watched Boogie Nights just to get a refresher and there were Philip Seymour Hoffman no that's right and Julianne Moore yeah. in both movies about Los Angeles and yeah. then John Turturro was supposed to be the Alfred Molina that's character right. like there, there's weird incest coming <laughs> on and I don't mean what's going on in Boogie Nights see? <laughs> I know what pornography is <laughs> I've seen it once Jack Horner's house was in Covina though oh was it really that, yeah that wasn't actually in oh, Reseda wow. Dirk's Childhood Home, 3503 West 187th Street in Torrance. Yeah, it is It is a very Torrance. It has yeah. the uh, the like towers behind it and yeah, stuff. Yeah, the sound of a plane. Yeah. They sat and ate at the Studio City DuPars at oh, 12036 <laughs> Ventura Boulevard. That's where they... They first tried to get him in. Yeah, yeah okay. and they're just staring at him. I'm surprised he fit in the booth. <laughs> they plot the drug deal at the El Royale Motel at 11117 Ventura Boulevard okay. in Studio City, but the drug deal house is 16804 Encino Hills Drive. Do you know where that's in at? An, in Encino. You know where it is? This will be relevant to the listeners in the episode following 
following this episode, which we've also already recorded, <laughs> it's like two minutes away from where the Nike missile station was. Really? Yeah. That's weird. It's right over there. We okay. should, we'll make a trip. We'll, make a, we'll have to make a trip out of this. Yeah. There's a house near Pierce College that looks like the house. I call him Eddie Nash, but it's not Eddie Nash in the movie. <laughs> well, we should talk about that, that it's, it's modeled it's, after it's the modeled after Wonderland uh, John murder. Holmes and the Eddie Nash, all that Wonderland murder stuff. It looks like a house in that area, and also there's a slope, like, because his Mustang or yeah. whatever has to go down the street. And they it's a Corvette. It's oh, a it's vet. a Corvette. Which is, a again, in The Big Lebowski, there's a scene <laughs> there's with a Corvette. red Corvette, right. and now this is another Corvette in Los... It's very confusing yeah. to me. Also car heavy, heavy cars movie, yeah. a central point of a movie that's right his car especially the big lebowski his car getting stolen and set on fire is it's so dramatic yeah. Part. yeah i don't always count all movie making a movie about movie making in la like bowfinger is not like an it's an la movie but i don't count it as much because it doesn't feel necessarily <laughs> like an la movie because of course it does they're making movies but, Boogie but this Nets is a very specific, a specific type, of, type movie. of movie that has to be done in the valley yeah. uh, portrays like a period of it well well even though the house was in covina it still felt like a valley pool party yeah of which i've been to many with because so you, many again. of the same people i go in there and they're like daniel please show it no thank you <laughs> no thank you i need it for peeing thank you <laughs> if you are not a toilet i will not be showing it to you oh you are a toilet and that long shot of the pool party and this plane spilled the wine I'm like yeah this is what i think california is yeah this, even yeah. the music is very much the valley like low rider yeah yeah stuff. yeah low, low rider shows yeah <laughs> yep. let's go to the next one i like that mine have gone in order that i was hoping they would go in, in a logical progression yeah from the big lebowski to boogie nights well, I want my wallet back. Bum, 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 oh, really? Bum, bum, Perfect. Bum, 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 <laughs> also, the next bum, one on mine. <laughs> what movie is that? What is that? Is Jurassic this the Park? Polar Express? <laughs> Are we talking about the Polar Express? <laughs> Nobody talks about the Polar Express <laughs> except for Grand Moff Tarkin in Rogue One. He's the only one that still brings up Polar Express. Because <laughs> he lived it. Because he lived it. He used to be the conductor. Talk about Back to the Future Back for to me. the Future. Thank you. One of the most important movies in my life. <laughs> Anyone who listens to our intros knows that. Yeah. <laughs> it's never explicitly stated that it is Los Angeles it's Hill Valley but they filmed it in so many places around the valley yeah. in particular that it feels so much like the valley like yeah. it can't not be yeah. the valley. I mean they even filmed that Universal Studios exactly. in the valley. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like you can see the mountains behind it and yeah. stuff. Bob Gale and Robert Zemeckis they wanted Hill Valley to be a character in the feeling of the movie right. and they wanted it to reflect a middle American town but like I said it was all over the valley in like the more suburban parts of LA so it naturally had that feel. The entrance to Lion Estates was at Sandusky Avenue and Cagle Canyon Road in Pacoima, but the McFly House itself is at 9303 Roslindale Avenue, also in Pacoima. To again tie it back to me, which it yeah, always, it always does. Be, yeah. That's like two minutes from where I went to elementary school. Really? So funny. when I was watching this movie, I was going you to that place that's every so single weird. day. I went there once. Me and my girlfriend went and she took a picture of me and I think she never gave it to me and then her phone broke. So I don't think I have that picture anymore. So you're saying the picture of you disappeared Peter. Is that what you're saying? Oh no. Play Johnny B. Good. I, you have to kiss <laughs> Melissa. No. You have to kiss her old phone. Get to the e-waste dump. But also when we were there, there was like a family who didn't speak English from, you know, some god-awful Scandinavian country. But they were all like, for people to come visit Los Angeles from Europe or anywhere yeah. outside of Los Angeles and to drive to Pacoima yeah. to see this house. Like, it's just this tiny street. Like, you can barely fit two cars down That's the street. Streets, yeah. Well, where they're going, they don't need road, but they do need a lot of space. To have Pacoima be a tourist destination, obviously yeah. the movie had a big impact on people. Yeah, yeah. The 2015 McFly House is at 3793 Oakhurst Street in El Monte, so that's 
Oh, wow, really? Yeah. George McFly's house in 1955. All that stuff, it was in Pasadena because that's... That's, it, it's that's om- their idea of quaint. Yeah, America. exactly. That's, it, that's where, again, that's where they filmed... I didn't say, yeah, I said to you, that's where they filmed Halloween. You know, by the 80s, the valley was kind of less quaint than it was, so yeah. I guess they had to go to Pasadena <laughs> to capture that quaintness. Where they aggressively preserve yeah. quaintness. Aggressively quaint. <laughs> so his house was at 1711 Bushnell Avenue in South Pasadena. It was okay. also used, strangely, in Teen Wolf. Oh, don't go too far. Michael, don't go too far. <laughs> Put on this hair, stay here. Don't go too far. Also on that street is Lorraine's house at 1727 Bushnell, where the, he's peep, a peeping Tom looking through. And <laughs> so you're saying it's peeping Tom friendly is what you're saying. Hop in the trees. Whatever you see is fair game. Fair game. There's oh, all y'all boogie nights up in those trees. Yeah. Biff's house is at 1809 Bushnell, which you don't see that till the second one. Yeah. The first two, the third one's obviously because it's the Old West, That's but right. the first two are, are still pretty LA. The gym where they had the 1985 band auditions is the McCambridge Park Recreation Center at 1515 Glen Oaks Boulevard in Burbank. The Enchantment Under the Sea Dance was in the basement of the Hollywood United Methodist Church at 6817 Franklin in Hollywood. That's the one with the big AIDS ribbon on it. Really? And they did like a recreation for the anniversary. I would have loved to be pretty yeah. cool. I would have insisted on being in the trunk <laughs> and someone cutting their hand trying to get me out. I don't want a bunch of reefer addicts <laughs> giving me a bunch of fuss, okay? I'll be in the trunk. <laughs> hey, where's my wallet? Which is also a line from Back to the Future too. He took his wallet. Well, well, my wallet back. The tunnel in part two is the observation tunnel yes. in Griffith Park, which is always... Ex- I al- we always come when we drive through. Was that the Polar Express? Hill Choo choo! <laughs> Hill Valley High School is Whittier Union High School at 12417 Philadelphia Street in Whittier. One famous slacker to graduate from there, Richard Nixon. Ooh, I wish I could take a time machine back and flunk on that lazy slacker. <laughs> and make it so that nobody ever uncovers Watergate. If I could change one thing in history. It's that he makes I would, it. I would turn those lights off. There's, of course, the Twin Pines Mall is the Puente Hills Mall at yeah. 1600 South Azusa Avenue in the City of Industry. Old Man Peabody's Twin Pines Ranch is the Disney-owned Golden Oak Ranch on Placerita Canyon in Newhall. Doc's Lab was built in the parking lot next to the Burger King at 535 North Victory Boulevard in Burbank, which we also, is a place we went to because it was, I think it was the day he was supposed to come to 2015 or something. We were doing something in Burbank. Very late at night. It was midnight. Like pilgrimage. Yeah, Yeah. there was supposed to be a gathering there later in the day, but we were the first ones to go there to this parking lot of a Burger King. (laughs) You guys want anything? No. Uh, We just want to wait in the driveway. Plutonium? Where is I? Einstein. Doc Brown's house itself. I thought he had lost the whole house, but I, the way they made it seem was that that was the same garage, but like the rest of the house was in shambles, but they yeah. don't show. Okay. I don't know. Anyway, his actual house was the Gamble House at 4 Westmoreland Place in Pasadena. Mm-hmm. It's a national historic yes, landmark. We can't, we can't go take pictures there. Well, it's the place where they made time travel possible. <laughs> the flux capacitor was invented there. The big centerpiece was a movie set, like we said, but it's so iconic that it's it really is just another place in the valley. The Courthouse Square at Universal Studios. Yes. You can see it on the back lot tour. Yeah. It was built in 1948 for a movie called An Act of Murder. Then it was used in the 50s for horror movies like Tarantula and It Came From Outer Space. Then in 1960, it was in a different sort of horror movie, Inherit the Wind. In 1962, it was The Courthouse and To Kill a Mockingbird. It was oh, yeah. also in The Music Man. In 1963, it was in Bye Bye Birdie. And then it went on. It was in Buffy, Bruce Almighty, and Gremlins. It was also where Biff Tannen's Pleasure Paradise was in part two. Like the same thing with I didn't realize that garage was supposed to be the same garage yeah. from the past. Biff Tannen, a.k.a. Donald Trump's giant casino. <laughs> that was the courthouse. Like he tore it down and built, built this casino. Oh, so it funny. takes place in that 
I never thought about that. Yeah, I didn't realize that. I just thought, wow, does Mommy McFly look nice in this this alternative (laughs) future? I hope that she wicks me up one day. (laughs) Way back here in 1969, (laughs) if you know what I mean. There was this whole thing that on November 6, 1990, a fire was started in the Brownstone Street Alley on the back lot by an arson-loving security guard with a lighter. It took 400 fighters and six helicopters to put the fire out, but the square was burned down entirely, except for the clock tower. So they managed to save that. They saved the... Clock they tower? burned down the rest. Why does it right. feel right? Um, Why does that make so much sense to me? The security guard who did it got sentenced to four years in prison, but his kid went back in time and got prevented him. him from that. They rebuilt the square, but in 2008, fire purified all yet again, this time starting on a soundstage, and the square was burned down in a fire that lasted for 12 hours, took with it King Kong, and they lost from their archive 50,000 oh. videos of every movie Universal had ever made, all of Miami Vice and I Love Lucy. So but much. there were backups of everything, luckily, unluckily, about Miami Vice, though. I had heard that even the clock tower was burned down. I, that's what I heard. Yeah. I heard that it was all gone, but the official story is that it was only badly damaged, and now it's been rebuilt. But I think they just say that to be like, no, this yeah, is no, the real... It's, it's a just, pans thing all over again. It's just a spray-painted clock. <laughs> they just threw a pocket watch up there. We replaced it with a, a doomsday stick. clock. <laughs> yeah, that's back to the future. I don't know. It just has that feeling for me. Yeah. Maybe it's because I watched it a lot as a kid growing up in the valley, but I, it, it felt... Yeah, I I never really thought of it necessarily as LA, but it's certainly Southern Californian. Well, I think it is explicitly stated that it is in California, but it doesn't say Los Angeles. There's two more in here. The next one is noir movies, Chinatown. Ah, Chinatown. Takes place in Chinatown. Oh, forget that. It's all over the place. You see them up at the Echo Park Lake, obviously. And the aqueduct. Yes. Also the valley. Also the valley. A lot of people I asked when preparing for this, like, what do you think is one of the best LA movies? And a lot of people said Chinatown, as I said earlier in the episode, but it does. Because it's made by a pedophile. Because it's made by Woody Allen. Uh, <laughs> but it, it really captures, like you were saying about Big Lebowski, how it feels like different eras of LA yeah. and you're just kind of going, that's how Chinatown yeah. feels to me. Like you go yeah, yeah, to like it, some it rundown is. house and then you go to a giant estate and then you're, mm-hmm. you're out it's like by the aqueducts, by the, the ocean and then you're up in the hills at a nice restaurant yeah. then you're going to a crummy restaurant. Like You've, it, you've got Sunset Boulevard in there with the big sleeper. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> it is also rooted in actual Los Angeles mm-hmm. history. Yeah, exactly. It's, what's the word? Pedophile. Uh, Pedophile made. It's not creative nonfiction. They manga? Tra- it's manga. <laughs> it's manga. They shot the last thing, I think, on Broadway Street. Or it's either Broadway or Hill. I think it's Hill in Chinatown at the end. That's the big shot at the end. Crisscross is a noir movie I watched at Union Station, and they oh, filmed a yeah. little piece of it at Union Station. They also, in Crisscross, one of the most amazing things I've ever seen, have shots of Bunker Hill. And he walks up Bunker Hill. He takes Angel Flight up, and he's up in Bunker Hill. He walks in these hills that are built on this hillside, and they're houses for like low income families. A lot of stuff just kind of crammed together. A lot of weeds going out of the ground, but it's, it's beautiful to see because I've never seen Bunker Hill in a movie before. Why do you think film noir was so identified with? LA like why does it I'll give you the Raymond Chandler answer yeah. when they identify Raymond Chandler because first of all everything was new New York yeah. stuff there was a lot of older stuff part of it is the everything's looking ahead and it's new and with that comes a, an old type of cynicism which is popular in noir but also like with LA specifically the high meets the low so perfectly here like you can be the top actress in the world and you still have to buy which drugs I am. which you oh, are which I do <laughs> I need to buy drugs boogie to... nights boogie <laughs> nights look at this <laughs> oh my god it's prosthetic it's remote controlled <laughs> got a beanie. L.A. Noir is specific because well, we talked about it in the Prohibition episode where gangsters were hanging out with movie stars and some gangsters have like low-level flunkies and you can be an actress and have to go to MacArthur Park to pick up drugs or you can be a gangster going all over town and still like you are Mickey Cohen, you are dating actresses mm-hmm. and you are as popular and everyone knows who you are and you are battling out with Bobby Kennedy you know, like you, <laughs> and like a private Billy Wilkerson and the cops are corrupt as they were here like it's a specific kind of
kind of fame with that specific kind of money and crime and to go with that the cops are corrupt the space is vast it's a lot of different things but now give me the sam spade answer sam spade is san francisco that's why i want that answer <laughs> see i think san francisco has a, i mean they have noir stuff but that kind of has a 1800 like an older yeah. sort of feel to Con- it continental up certainly feels very yeah. also san francisco had a lot of local crime it didn't have a lot of imported crime we had a lot yeah. of imported crime but i think also for la it's kind of it's a lonelier sort of place because yes. you're alone in your car a lot like mm-hmm. we've yeah, we've, been <laughs> like saying, we've yeah. established yeah. the terrain is it, vastly yeah different. you have to travel long distances alone you have to walk around on the street where no one else is walking around because no one walks in LA you know that <laughs> I think the loneliness of uh, Philip Marlowe just sitting in a car alone waiting for something wait, oh my god the t- <laughs> amount of times he's yeah had to sit in the car and just wait for someone to show up to a house you reminded me of something I remember James Elroy talking about the Black Dahlia it's very strange that she was left there and he within saying that was saying if you kill somebody in Los Angeles you can literally you have a getaway gap like you have time to get away but not only that it. not only that but in an hour you can be in the ocean or you can be yeah. up in the mountains you can be in big bear in an hour if there's no traffic you can be in the ocean you can be Dorner. you can exactly you can be in san pedro you can be in central valley like we're in such a spot with what our modes of transportation and the freeways that you have all these settings it's to easy play. yeah the lady in the lake takes place i believe in san Bernardino county but then he has to go to the hills of malibu other stories he's on gambling ships like there's just so many different settings in la that don't exist like there weren't gambling ships in yeah Chicago. there are more settings that's right and yeah. and raymond chandler made good use of that going to yeah. all of them oh, yeah. every single one. i'm on central avenue and now i gotta go to hollywood i have to go then... to basin which doesn't exist <laughs> it doesn't exist and then i need to make a quick stop in pacoima to see the back to the future house i love that movie and then i have to try to get on the set of this movie and then of course there's james m came mildred pierce takes place at the beginning is in glendale double indemnity when we first see the car speeding down the road it's on fifth and olive in downtown which is really great it's a shot that you and i because we've been to central library enough times it doesn't pass central library but it's the street next to it but we identify like oh, yeah, that's, <laughs> i know exactly where i am right now the exterior of neff's building was at 1825 north kingsley off of franklin which is in hollywood have you seen double indemnity no it's all meaningless then i should just I just erase this whole episode raymond chandler's in a quick shot is there a delorean in it yeah raymond chandler goes back in time cool. also, uh, <laughs> he goes back in time and kisses biff <laughs> raymond chandler is in like a single shot like way up in the second story but you could see him sitting in a chair looking curmudgeon as he was <laughs> the famous market scenes it takes place at 5330 melrose avenue right by paranaut studios they meet a marketplace and they have to keep it hush hush and you guys see really cool sunglasses and pretend like they don't know each other but they have to give all this information because they've been watched. Dedrick's house which is a big dramatic house that she lives in 6301 Quebec Drive in the hills above Hollywood. It's, uh, yeah, thank you. Thank you. I will take my rebuttal off the air. <laughs> Should we put here? I know what it is already. Boys in the Hood and Friday. <laughs> Friday is really quick because they're mostly just hanging out at the porch at Craig's house. You haven't seen Friday? I haven't seen Friday. One of my favorite alley movies. It feels like such a good summer movie because it's one of those things that takes place in one day. Craig gets fired on his day off and Depot, the neighborhood bully, just comes and robs everybody and everyone's scared of him and then chris tucker's in the movie for some reason craig's house is 1418 west 126th street between normandy and holiday avenue in west athens area of los angeles boys in the hood i didn't know this about john singleton the director he grew up in inglewood and filmed a lot of his around the area where he grew up trey and his dad furious live on a samarian street between 59th and 60th street which is a couple miles north of park mesa heights brandy and doughboy in the movie also live on the same the houses are also on the same street reva and furious trey's parents they have dinner on country boulevard at a place that isn't there anymore but it was called coley's kitchen jamaican restaurant but now it's a barbecue restaurant mm-hmm. furious gives the gentrification speech that really great speech he gives it to the neighborhood roughs at 2661 gather around you neighborhood roughs <laughs> let me tell you about white people and crack Doughboy, come here no i'm wearing a raider's hat leave me alone fair <laughs> read your comic books as you wished earlier he gives that speech at 2661 south fifth street at fifth avenue and west 27th street which sounds confusing but if this was new york it would make a lot of sense for some reason. <laughs> the burger shack where they run into the other guys who shot ricky was at 3715 south 
Santa Rosalia Drive. It's now a Staples. I have to do a shift later. I'm not sure where Ricky gets shot or where they were having that party. The heart. In the back. It's also a Staples now. It, it went through the heart. He got shot by Staples. <laughs> I don't know where they had the party where Doughboy pulls the gun. Or he doesn't pull the gun out, but he lifts his sweater up and he's holding the gun in his belt. We got a problem here? And people are like, oh, God. I don't know where they filmed that. But a lot of it is Inglewood, which is pretty cool. What I wanted to say about around the time that NWA got popular and rap got really popular, that hardcore rap and the riots and everything, there was like the slew of films that came out about like South Central and everything, which was really great. But my one comment was, it's always summer because all, all those movies I could think of, it looks so hot. It's always well, summertime well that, in South Central. Yeah, the hit new show. <laughs> I remember I watched that movie for the first time a few years ago. Mm-hmm. And it even for me, who obviously lived that life, <laughs> it felt so much like LA yeah. watching that. Like I didn't, I didn't grow up in that area, yeah. but it felt so much like a summer day yeah, in, in yeah, Los exactly. Angeles. The backyard party they have feels like parties. I mean, yeah. I, I had like family parties like that were exactly. just like, filled with yeah. people. Yeah, and all the houses are like one level. It's like the model houses and stuff. It's yeah. a really good LA movie. So many days of my youth spent in a house like that yeah. with the lights off because it was hot. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's it's, cool. it was like four fans going yeah. and there's a, a baby crying for some reason yeah. fighting against gentrification it just <laughs> that's how I would spend my summers that movie felt there's a lot I'm real. trying to think of what other movies came out around that time I could only think of Friday because I always for some reason I think it's because Ice Cube I always link those two movies until uh, so Ricky gets shot I don't know what kind of watch <laughs> he's your Philip Seymour Hoffman exactly I'm not, I don't know what movie this is until I watch <laughs> Philip Seymour Hoffman and now I think we're on to our personal ones yeah now. these are the personal ones I'll go first because you've been Oh my god, you haven't stopped talking. I don't know how to. Da, da, da. E.T. Oh boy. <laughs> yeah, E.T. This is my personal one. It was filmed from September to December 1981 in the area where I grew up. The Granada Hills, Porter Ranch area. That's where they filmed it all. It, I wasn't alive yet when they filmed, but things were about the same once I came around. So it all still looked like that yeah. when I was growing up. Elliot's house is in Tahunga on mm-hmm. 7121 Lonzo Street because they wanted a house with that mountain right behind it. Right, right. But everything else, Granada Hills, Porter Ranch and also space. The first shot E.T. sees of Earth is a model of the valley. Like, they really? used a model to make it look better, but, but it's of, of the, the valley. valley. Yeah. The bus stop where they're Cinesupremus stuff. The bus stop is at Vista Grande Way in Capistrano Lane in Porter Ranch. The trick-or-treating scene was on Granada Circle and Killamore, mm-hmm. also in Porter Ranch. And that was something like the trick-or-treating really felt just it's still bright out. Yeah. It's hot and dry and you're just wandering around with people everywhere trying to get candy. Like yeah. that felt and so all, much Everything like, felt was on a slope too, yeah. right? Yeah. High up and on a slope yeah. which is how I defined your house my high spider up, baby yeah house. your spider baby house high up on a slope the overlook that they keep looking over like Porter Ranch it's yeah. at Stewarton Drive you just go up Reseda and it's there we've filmed things there oh, okay. before that, that LA, LA video. thing yeah. oh wow okay yeah so many times have I been up there the yeah. park they go to towards the end is Porter Ridge Park again up Reseda you just take Reseda all the way north mm. and it ends at this park you'll know it because there's a caterpillar you can climb on there <laughs> but growing up I always knew it as E.T. Park like it's that's funny. just how it was referred to <laughs> they go up an alley right off Rinaldi just before Wilbur which I learned from doing this research and now every time I've driven past there recently I keep I've gotten I've killed so many kids so many aliens were hit trying to get home because of me the big takeoff scene it's on White Oak Avenue between Tribune and San Fernando Mission heading north they take off at about Tulsa I grew up on Tribune Street oh that's right you took me near there yeah like one minute away from there that stretch of White Oak it's a historic cultural monument because that's where they discovered aliens exist Yeah, it's been that way since 1966 it's lined with 114 Deodar trees which are Himalayan and they were planted in 1932 in celebration of the fifth anniversary of the town of Granada but it's such an iconic like there's no other street yeah. in the city that looks like that and for like one of the biggest scenes in movie history yes. to take place there <laughs> the right where I grew up for a movie I love <laughs> yeah. and uh, it 
it just really the movie meant a lot to me and then doing research about it and realizing not only did it speak to me personally but it also filmed where i was growing up yeah so you the feelings you get i'm sure when you watch that are like hitting on all cylinders like because it's weird it's a movie that is about a charming little boy in the valley and you're you're like oh but i'm the charming little boy in the valley (laughs) there can only be one (laughs) on the 90s version that's a movie it's sort of when i'm thinking about it there's a couple scenes that feels like it's like that magic hour before like dusk yeah it always feels kind of dusky in that movie for a lot of yeah it's they uh, that's another thing they don't explicitly say this is los angeles but also just such a weird specific part of los angeles Mm -hmm. for that to be filmed and looking at the pictures of like oh my god steven spielberg park like I parked there to go to this and he's standing yeah. right there and then pictures of other scenes like oh my god what Harrison Ford was visiting the set <laughs> right there it's very weird yeah ET yeah I should have watched it in preparation because I knew it was your personal one and I just have, <laughs> I've seen it a couple times but yeah it is quintessential spill work because it's so <laughs> suburban it perfectly captured my cushy suburban uh, boys in the hood childhood it was very yeah you had a very boys in the hood childhood boys in the childhood i was the boy the way the sun shines in that movie when they're riding down the hill too it's like it's only kind of it feels so valley to me because (laughs) the valley they call it the valley because on both ends of it on all four or no three ends of it what do you mean there's just long slopes so like they're they're riding their bike I think they're riding their bikes down on the slope right and the sun's just beaming down yeah. on them like yeah that's the that's what you know, so few parts of LA that yeah. are, they get that high and are modeled that way mm-hmm. yeah and I, I do own an alien you should <laughs> I, know that I dress it up like a girl. <laughs> I use it to scare Drew Barrymore. That's what I do. And she's more scared that I have her number than I have an alien dressed like a, in a, like a little girl. I'm going to talk about my personal movie. Now, this isn't a movie that I'm particularly fond of. <laughs> it just happens that you live it. I just live where they filmed it and remember them filming it. I recognize a lot of extras in the movie. I watched it in its entirety for the first time last night. Mi Vida Loca. It's a 1993 movie from Allison Anders. It was filmed than Echo Park. It's about the Echo Park gang. Very Chola heavy. It's about like, at heart, it's about, it's very feminist. It's about women trying to find their place within the hood. Girls it's in the hood. main characters are Whisper, Sad Girl, Mousy, and Giggles. <laughs> Giggles is my personal favorite, although I have a crush on Whisper. They filmed it at the Echo Park Lake. Obviously, they have a really great, like two scenes I think in that movie are genuinely great. And Danny Trejo, I think before like Desperado and what he, all the stuff he got famous for, he comes out as like an ex Before Trejo Tacos? Before, uh, he my, wasn't famous from that? That's not why we know him? Field trip with Danny Trejo. Oh, imagine. Imagine that. Well, uh, and, and you have I have a in. connection. Yeah, you have the in. Um, I have an in for someone who hasn't spoken to him in years yeah. or um, ever. Danny Trejo has a scene with giggles at the Echo Park Lake. A lot of it's at the Echo Park Lake, which is really great because it's before they started to redo it like mm-hmm. the way it is now. Before Jennifer, this is like a great snapshot of pre-colonial yeah. Echo this Park. This was the deer in the headlights before yeah, gentrification. Before, before the, before the <laughs> big rig that is gentrification came and whacked it. Yeah, and they go to the donut shop which on Montana, which I affectionately call Donuts, ice cream, hot dogs. Really? Wait, yeah. is that the one if you go? Yeah, on the way to the freeway on Echo Park Avenue. Yeah, that's the yeah. one that my dad and his friends are always hanging out at. Yeah. In the movie, they hang out in that same donut shop. Really? Yeah, and a lot of stuff happens right at that donut shop right there. <laughs> the old El Pate Market, which was there for like 48 years. Yeah, a lot of it takes place at that between El Pate, the market, and the gas station phone. I know some extras in the movie. She used local guys around the neighborhood. So weird. Uh, I'm not going to say who, but I just watched them. I'm like, hey, I know. <laughs> the little girl who gets shot at the end of the movie, the little blonde girl went to my middle 
cool. Really? Yeah, we we we're Gloria. She's great. I haven't seen her in a long you time. You know her? Yeah. She, oh yeah. my god. She, but we'd always talk, uh, in middle school. We'd always laugh about it because she didn't want to be an actress. Although we went to a performing arts middle school. She did want to be shot though. She did want to be shot in the movie on a big wheel though. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, she was in that movie, and it was like a point of pride. A lot of it just areas around my house where we used to skate in this. Okay, I don't know the full history. I couldn't find the address because this house in the hills in Echo Park burned down above Legion Heights, and there's just like the stone remains of it or whatever. The house burned down. It turned to stone. Structure, but people can park there and stuff. So we used to go and like skate and stuff. But a lot of the movie <laughs> takes like one of the cholos meet up to plan what they're gonna do with Suavecita the truck they are uh, hanging out in that area right there where we used to skate and I remember them filming it too I remember my dad always having a lot of questions like, <laughs> just he had all his friends were in the movie they filmed the scene when Mousy and that girl are little there in my elementary school which is within eye shot of my house yeah, eye shot within spit shot spittoon within cry shot, shot. Yeah, yeah. it's a spittoon it's a spittoon away yeah yeah so that that's a weird one within for me within money shot if we're talking boogie nights again but if we look at like and now like love is filmed in those same areas yeah. and it's like oh whoa, this is completely different and I don't like oh, this at all oh that speech they gave in boys in the hood we should have taken it seriously it's so weird to me that this capture of a certain LA lifestyle and you know like everybody in the yeah <laughs> it's kind of odd I do know those Reese's Pieces that E.T. was eating <laughs> I went to elementary school with those Reese's Pieces he didn't want to act but he wasn't in it for the money you know he was a really humble guy but you know sometimes you just have that look I shot him shot him dead I didn't want his fame I just didn't want him to be famous I didn't want what he <laughs> who had who do you think he was Eminem that, yeah, that's that's the most of it. There are still a list of other LA movies that I yeah. haven't seen that I'm dying to see. Tangerine, Nightcrawler. Nightcrawler and Drive also oh, yeah, Drive. are in my part of town. Yeah, they are, yeah. <laughs> my old part of town, which yeah. is... Yeah, I, I'm, yeah. <laughs> You know, I'm a, I'm a different. I'm a boy. I'm a boy in the hood these days. Yeah. Those are both in like Granada Hills area. Nightcrawler, I think, also filmed at Dinah's. Oh, really? Yeah, that's funny. I asked a lot of people. Ramsey said shortcuts. I don't even know what that is. It's a Robert Altman movie, but it's based on Raymond Carver stories. It's like suburban LA. It's really good. Encino Man was pitched to us. <laughs> Karate Kid was pitched to us. Kar- yeah, Karate Kid also receded. We purposely kind of stayed away, mostly from the old, like Sunset Boulevard, yeah. and the most of the old, the established film noir, because that LA almost doesn't really exist anymore yeah. so it's not really and also we stayed away from Blade Runner because yes, that, ex- right. that LA doesn't exist yet yeah. <laughs> these are ones that felt sort of visitable when I was thinking of this episode I was thinking about what feels like LA mm. and uh, Encino Man doesn't feel like LA to me <laughs> sorry whoever I th- it was Brian or Nadav was saying the fact that people now know that there's an Encino like from other states are like what's yeah. Encino like was enough <laughs> we could also do Tarzan that took place in Tarzana it did <laughs> it did no, I did. I've read the book. No, trust me. There's, it's a very there's, sad there used to be a jungle. Yeah. Hey, shut up. <laughs> Don't talk about the ending of Tarzan. I'm going to get weepy like thinking about E.T. He just wanted to wear a wig. <laughs> be in love. Wear a wig. Be in love. <laughs> Eat candy. <laughs> he was so relatable. I'm going to go home after this. And, and I'm going to watch, watch E.T. Yeah, actually, I'm going to watch Two Jakes. As a the dare to myself. sequel to Chinatown. Yeah. I'm going to watch uh, Two E.T.'s. <laughs> it's called The Coneheads. You need to call it that. <laughs> this sort of just turned into a promotion of movies. Yeah, this episode. It, just a different sort of thing because we had some time restraint. Just a looser sort of episode. I hope it inspired you to watch some of these movies. And visit the places if you're interested. Or yeah. even just visit places of movies that you like that we didn't mention. No, don't go to those. I mean, don't go, don't go knocking on the door of Brendan Fraser or whatever <laughs> happens in Encino Man. Don't even knock on the door of Brendan Fraser. <laughs> Nobody wants to see how he's doing right now. Don't look at it. It's a blast from the past. I tell you, that's also a Valley movie. It blast is. from the past. It is a Valley movie. Pasadena is a big point of that movie too. Yeah. You get a girl from Pasadena. I hate that movie. I love it. I know you do. I, you know what? I love it too. But oh god, do I, Brendan Fraser? Why are you doing this? I had a good time doing this episode. I love this. You know what? We should always talk about. We should yeah. be 
have a movie Every podcast. episode should be about a different movie from Los Angeles. Yeah. We'll call it with the movie. We'll have a with guest. With a flick. And we'll ask them what their favorite movie is, but then I'm not going to let them speak. I'm just going to Is mount. it Mi Vida Loca? I hope it's Mi Vida Loca. Do you know Squeaky or whatever? You're placing a Manson family member <laughs> into a LA gang. Hey, weren't they? <laughs> yeah, what separates a cult from a gang? Uh, tattoos? Maybe. Yeah, you can't ascend to the gates of heaven with a tattoo. <laughs> you can't commit a helter skelter, let's say, if you had tattoos. <laughs> They're too identifiable yeah, exactly. for when the inevitable murder spree happens. <laughs> You're a liability. Uh, any last words? Stick them up. Not guilty. Liar. <laughs> Wish Daniel good luck, although you'll probably be back by this time. I'll be, once this episode is released, I'll be back in three days. Okay. So don't go wild while I'm gone, okay? Nobody go knocking on Brendan Fraser's door without me. <laughs> Nobody go getting into the porn industry. <laughs> Nobody go back in time trying to save me from ever going to Europe because that's where I kissed someone in the enchantment under the gulag dance. If you leave your grandpa's butt watch somewhere, just leave it, okay? <laughs> Don't go back for it. Just leave the watch. Go easy on me and me alone because, you know, I'm vulnerable. I'm vulnerable. I'm weak. Where am I? I scurry so easily. <laughs> if you ever see him on a dark street shuffling down, don't mug too much of him. Mug half of him. Let him at least barter with you about how much money he has. If you're like, give me all your money, like, come on, like 50%. You're like, eh, 50 will about <laughs> Cut a deal. Get him under your thumb. You can collect <laughs> tributes that way. Yeah, yeah, Trust yeah. yeah. Me. I'll have my unemployment check sent to you. <laughs> have a good July, yes. everybody. Yeah. Happy 4th of July. Happy 4th of July. America, America. <laughs> This is, this is you. You. <laughs> you can set fireworks or you can leave us a review oh, on iTunes. Oh, you, you're doing You're getting I'm the hang of it. I'm doing it, friend. Five stars shot into the sky on iTunes. <laughs> leave us a review on said iTunes. It's easy. If you have an iPhone, open the podcast app. You're all logged in. Just leave some stars. Write a little something if you want. Nice yeah. things. Nice, nice stuff. Things. Something, um, um, something like myths and facts. I don't know. <laughs> go from there. Something like uh, these people shouldn't be applauded. So go from there. <laughs> Here's just a jumping off point. <laughs> They're basically committing crimes against humanity every Every time they release an episode just start there start there remember the words hate crime and then just start writing <laughs> follow us on twitter at la meekly at instagram on la underscore meekly we post every day you can search on the facebook la meekly feel free to like us and the, be a friend the la meekly dot dot com that has the archive and everything yeah it has all the old episodes if you have any episode ideas or is. more hate mail or whatever or if you think you would be a worthy subject of one of our field, field trip episodes yeah ever sure Send us an email, la.meekly at gmail.com. You've been planning that, and you scared me. I don't do that. Um, Don't move your head too much, Craig. Should we go back to making fun of each other? Don't move your head too much, Craig. Oh, I'm really tired. You know, I'm also hungry. Do you think you could spare a few scraps of food? More? One quarter portion for you. <laughs> another LA movie. Anyways, <laughs> enjoy us and love us and everything. Yeah, uh, that has been yet another episode of LA Meekly, a weird one at that. Looking for our wallet that said "Bad Mommy Farter" on it since 2013. What's in that suitcase? Mm-hmm.